Super Talk Mississippi media production. Well, free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Good Thursday afternoon. Welcome to another edition of the Eagle Hour. Bob Getty and Luke Johnson. We're broadcasting from the First Bank Studios in Laurel and Hattiesburg. We are glad you're with us this afternoon. Opening segment of our show sponsored by Dickie's Barbecue Pit. Proud supporters of the Eagle Hour and good buddies of ours. They cook delicious food seven days a week. And right now, they're doing holiday catering. So if uh, you've got an event scheduled in your family or your office, make sure you reach out to the good folks at Dickey's. Also, quick reminder, tomorrow is the conclusion of the 2020 Homes of Hope for Children's Toy and Canned Food Drive, sponsored by Super Talk, Corner Market Food Stores, the Citizens Bank, and Warren and Warren Asphalt. You can drop off toys or canned food donations at the corner markets in Bellevue, Oak Grove, and Midtown. You can't miss the big colorful boxes. The Citizens Bank drive through on Highway 98 West. Todd Schwebel, State Farm agent. And we understand a lot of people have dropped off stuff down there. We're very grateful to you in Purvis. And, of course, very grateful to Todd. If you're in the market for insurance, uh, you may want to check him out. 5740 U.S. Highway 11 in Purvis. Also at Bocoma Casino in Sandersville and Super Talk Laurel in downtown Laurel. Uh, live remote tomorrow from 10 to 1, the JT Show, as we collect toys and uh, food and provide it to Homes of Hope. All right, good show today. We're going to have Joey Hawkins with us a little later. Kelly Sander will be joining us. But right now, Chuck Robertson is with us. And uh, Chuck is the former head football coach at Taylorsville High School. In fact, won the 2017 state championship now at Jones College. And we asked uh, Chuck to come on the show today because he coached uh, Southern Miss's uh, most high-profile recruit, Ty Keys, the young quarterback uh, out of Taylorsville and uh, ask uh, Coach Robertson to come on and talk to us a little bit about that. Coach, first of all, thanks uh, very much for your time. Merry Christmas to you. And if you will, tell our listeners around the state of Mississippi why they should be excited about this young man signing with Southern Miss. You know, the, the first thing that you always hear is, you know, is how great of a, a football player he is. But the, the one thing that's overlooked is how good of a person he is. He's an A-B student. He's a quiet kid. He never gets in trouble. Uh, he's going to lead by example. Uh, he, he's going. To, he's not going to be a rah rah guy. He's going. To, he's going to be the, the first one there, the last one to leave. Uh, he's going to encourage kids to stay and throw. Uh, as a 14 year old freshman uh, coming in uh, to the 2017 season, uh, he he would encourage kids. He would actually he would call seven on seven. He's going to be that that leader that that's going to be there when things are great. When things are are not great. He's going to be, you know, he's still going to be there. He, he, they're getting an outstanding young man more than, than, than just a football player. Really glad to hear that about the student uh, that this young man is, too. Uh, we think that's uh, equally as important as athletic ability. But he brings a lot of athletic ability to the field, doesn't he, Coach? You think he'll be able to uh, step in and in the first couple of years really compete for playing time? I know one thing. I know that he's going there with the mindset that he's going to step in and play. Uh, whether that happens or not, uh, you know, you kind of have a, a chip fall with him. He has a couple of positive things that's going for him. Uh, the, you know, even coming from a small school, the offense they ran 
even from a, a, a early age, uh, you know, he had to read defenses. He had to understand how many safeties were coming. He had to understand who the blitz was. He had to know who, who the offensive line could not protect. Who, who, you know, there's a lot of things that it's going to be positive for him um, and, and things that went for him. He's got to play four years with a great offense coordinator, great head coach for me and, and Coach Mitch Evans. Uh, you know, he understands the, the, the offensive side of football probably better than anybody ever been around. And he has prepared him, him wise, you know, you know, when you get a, a quarterback that's played in, in, in different offenses, a wing T type offense, you never really know what all you're going to get. Um, you know, Ty has a huge upside. Uh, we talked about this before we were on the air that he, he's a three sports star at Tellsville. He's never really had time to, to, to put the work in and focus just on one sport. So, the, the, the ceiling with him is, is, is you know, is going to be huge, and he is going there with the mindset to be the starting quarterback, you know, come fall. Good for him. All right, Luke, get in here. Chuck, thanks so much for coming on today. It was an interesting uh, stat Coach Hall talked about yesterday, and I'd heard it. You know, he's he's got, what, more state championships than he does – or more South State and state championships than he does losses as a starter. And, and that's one of the biggest things for – uh, for for a kid to biggest, I guess, intangible is just being a winner. And it seems that Ty Keys matches Coach Will Hall's personality a lot. Coach Hall talked about the connection that those two had. And it just seems like Ty doesn't know what it means to lose, I guess. You know, uh, we I talked to Ty. You know, people kind of scratched their head when, when Ty picked Tulane in the beginning. And it was all because of the relationship he had with Coach Hall. He, he told me point blank that the first day that that's why he really didn't pull the trigger earlier in his recruiting process because that he had such a bond with Coach Hall that none of the other visits ever really felt right. Uh, you know, and so, uh, you know, Coach Hall going to USM was great for, especially for around this area, uh, with Ty able to come in. I think Ty's going to be able to draw some more kids in, but, you know, you talk about the, the winning aspect of it. He is the most unselfish player I ever coached. He didn't care if we threw the ball 50 times a game or ran the ball 50 times a game. As long as we won, he, didn't, he, he honestly did not care. Even as a 14-year-old uh, uh, kid playing the state championship uh, and having all these huge numbers, he, he did not care as long as we won. That, that includes basketball guys, baseball. If he is playing, he's competing, and he, he's coming there to win. And You know, he, he was lucky enough to be in a situation where we had some great guys around him and some great coaches. But he is truly a winner. He, he is going to do everything he can in his power to wheel other guys, to, to lift them up, to be at his level, to, to, to win as many, you know, to win as much as they can, you know. And, and he's going to have some, you know, some bumps and bruises. Of course, everybody does moving up to the next level. Uh, but uh, before it's all said and done, he's going to, he's going to, he's going to, it's going to be pretty impressive uh, how many games they actually win at USM. Talking to uh, Chuck Robertson of Jones College. Former head coach at Taylorsville won a state championship with Ty Keys and uh, Chuck. Just the other night, I heard he was playing basketball. He got knocked on the floor, got a cut, and they patched him up. He went back in the game like two two minutes later. So, kind of talks about what what kind of guy uh, Ty Keys is. You're a, you're a Southern Miss guy, and uh, you graduated from Southern Miss. And just kind of zooming out a little bit, some other guys on this you know signee roster that you're familiar with. You know, it was Chandler Pittman, the Franks kid from McGee, some others from from South Mississippi. You're really plugged in. What was your evaluation and, and thought about um, how good Will Hall and his staff did from a Mississippi South Mississippi high school perspective yesterday? You know, for the first time in a couple of years, when the name popped across the screen, you actually knew who it was. You actually knew who, who, who the kid was, where he was from. I actually was 
was lucky enough to call a few football games on the radio for, for Pell this year, and I saw Jeremiah Robson up front. He is he is a gifted young man. Um, he, he's going to be, be very gifted as well. The two kids from McGee, um, they are just pure athletes. I, you know, we talked before we went on about we saw some, some film of him uh, and, and some practices. Uh, you know, Frank's kid's going to be something special. Uh, and, and you watch Taylor Pittman in the state championship games. Whenever it was close, you know, I don't know if it was the coach or what, but he took over the game. He came in and then turned around and played defense. You know, that's what you love to see. That's what a USM football player is. If you look back all those years, the hard nose, the greedy, the get after it, going to show up every day to work. That's what USM football always was to everybody. They weren't so much flashy as they were the, the, the go grab your work tail, let's go to work. And at the end of the day, uh, they, they, they won a lot of football games for that aspect of it. And I do love the fact that Coach Hall being from Mississippi and, and, and wanting the USM job. It wasn't. This is not going to be just a step for him. You know, this is kind of a dream job for him. And, you know, you can tell by listening to him talk, he does not talk about what they don't have there. He's more positive and talks about all what they do have there. And I think that Coach Hall is going to really, you know, make USM a, a back-to-work people. are proud to say they graduated from there. The kids don't want to go there. You know, you hear these kids talk. And their interviews uh, about signing USM, they're all great kids, and they're all excited to go to USM. And they all say the same thing, that we're going to win at USM. We're going there to win. So Coach Hall, even just recruiting as, as little as he was, you know, a few days, a couple weeks, uh, able to get those kids excited about, about the opportunities they have at USM. I, I feel like Coach Hall is going to do something very special there as well. Hey, Chuck, I'm glad that you made the comment that you just made. Uh, you know, in the best years of Southern Miss, it was just hard-nosed, gritty, blue-collar football. I think we kind of got away from that in, in recent years. And, it, and so much of the fan base thinks it all it has to be so high-scoring and fancy and wide open. But you're right. I mean, the and correct me if you disagree, but the greatest years were when we were the blue-collar football teams. I love the fact that the defense being called the nasty push. That when you can hang your hat on, on being physical and being called, that is your name, the nasty push. That, that's amazing to me that the that, 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 that young kid, that's something you can hang your hat on. That's something that you can work for. Uh, you know, that, poke your chest out a little bit. You know, be a little cocky about that. Have a little swagger about yourself. And, and I, I still think Coach Hall is going to score a lot of points. Uh, you know, he's done it at places that usually don't do it. You look at the stats at Tulane, and, and for them to be as productive as they are at Tulane uh, is amazing to me. Uh, and doing it with kids that you're not supposed to win football games with. That, right. That's the one thing people don't realize <laughs> is, is, you know, I, I read an article in the, in the Sports Illustrated about what Coach Hall said, hey, guys, I've been to the West Isles. And the, he said, I've never been to Alabama. Or, I've never been to the Alabamas and Georgia, but I've been to the West Alabamas and West Georgia. And he talks about <laughs> washing clothes and, and, and having to do breakdown of film and and being his own recruiting coordinator, his own academic coordinator. All right. Well, I, I don't mean to interrupt you. Uh, we're about to hit a hard break, but want to thank you so much for your time. Great insight. We really appreciate it, Chuck. Y'all have a Merry Christmas, and thank you for having me on. All right. We'll be right back, everybody. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Welcome back. I want to thank Chuck Robertson for joining us, giving us some insight into Ty Keys and some of the other kids that have now signed to play football at Southern Miss. This segment of the show is sponsored by Campus Bookmart and CampusBookmart.net. It is a great place to do Christmas shopping, of course. 
If you have a Golden Eagle on your list, uh, they're open Monday through Saturday on Hardy Street, right across from the corner of the campus. You can shop online at campusbookmart.net. Our next guest, no stranger to Super Talk, he is the co-host of Inside the Locker Room, and we're going to talk to him about that great show that we're happy to have as part of the Super Talk uh, family here in just a few minutes. But first, uh, we've got Coach Joey Hawkins uh, on the show with us. And, and Coach, we were talking uh, early in the in the show with Chuck Robertson about Ty Keys and some of these kids from McGee that were so highly recruited, and people are so excited, understandably, about coming to uh, Southern Miss. But as a guy that spent his lifetime coaching high school kids, what what's what's next for a kid like a Ty Keys? How how big a leap is that? And what does a kid have to do to be successful in going from being a high school football star to a college football star? Well, that's, that's a good question, Bob. And um, you know, Ty Keys. Now you're talking one of the uh, probably top fifteen quarterbacks in the nation, maybe in top ten. Uh, the guys, you know, started as you know as a ninth grader, led him to three out of four state championships. He would have won four in a row, but he got hurt the week before the state championship game, and they lost by you know lost by a touchdown. But uh, there's only year he didn't make it. But he, if people that got hurt, uh, he's he lost about six games. He would set every single passing record uh, basically uh, in Mississippi history. So, you know, you that that's, that was a jewel that Southern got there. But you know, it's a it's a you know, as a player and uh, coming out of high school, there's a lot of things you got to learn. But if you've got a great talent, skill, and a great work ethic, you see a lot of true freshmen starting today, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How big a jump is it, Coach? Well, for some, it's bigger than others, you know. Uh, you know, offensive linemen usually takes them a year or two to get adjusted to and get big enough. You know, some of them are just now starting to put on the weight the way they like and you know, in college, they can monitor everything. In high school, we'd try to tell them what to eat, but you couldn't monitor, you know, right. what they were eating. Right. Some were eating tri- triples, uh, three triples every night. We're trying to get them to lose weight, you know. And, uh, <laughs> uh, but, but they get to, you know, they got people there to help them. They got weight trainers. They got uh, dietitians. So they can get you up to speed uh, pretty quick. Um, but, you know, I would say 50 percent of guys, it takes a couple of years, a red shirt year and then your freshman year before you really get on the field for most players. You think this Keys kid, though, will be an exception to that rule? Oh, there's no doubt. Yeah. Uh, he's not only a great quarterback, he's such an outstanding person. We, Neville and I have got to meet him a couple times on that campus. He's just a class young man, and he's just got great leadership skills. And uh, Put it this way, he'll have a great shot uh, to break it out of his number one next year. It'll be a fight, but he's got a shot. There we go. I want to point out, too, that uh, Joey Hawkins is not only a highly successful high school football coach, but I ask you that you didn't volunteer this. I ask you this. You won 16, I'm talking about 15 plus one, state track and field championships. Is is that your first love, track and field? I loved it both. I just bridged the gap. I made all my football players run. Some of them didn't like that, but I made them all run and and as I kept, I, I had great track coaches in high school. Uh, there's not a lot of coaches that really love coaching track, uh, but I had, I was fortunate to be around some guys. And when I first started coaching, I was around two or three of really the top coaches in the state. And uh, so uh, through that, you know, I just, I just bridged the gap between football and track. And um, you know, we were able to get guys. You know, two tenths better than a forty, or maybe a tenth better than a forty, just through track season. 
And with weightlifting and we bridging out the weightlifting all, we were able to make a you know a better athlete. So right. yeah, I, I had a great time doing it and uh, loved every minute of it. Sixteen state championships. You could have probably made a sprinter out of Kelly Sander, couldn't you, Coach? Uh, Kelly would have been in the he would have been in the shot putting discipline. <laughs> Yeah, Kelly doesn't even sprint to the refrigerator. He just he takes his time getting there, but but he does it multiple times a day. So I mean, he could be a, maybe a distance type guy, right? That's so funny. All right, um, coach. I I know Luke wants to get in here, but before we get back to that, I want to talk just a little bit about inside the locker room. We're really happy uh, to have that show on our Hattiesburg station. Also, and I want to tell everybody that you can stream that show. It doesn't matter where you live; you can hear the show. Uh, every Thursday night, you can stream it on supertalkhattiesburg.com, same source if they stream uh, this show. Uh, so you can listen to Inside the Locker Room anywhere in the country, actually. And you guys have you guys have kind of blown me away in the last year, some of your guests, and, and, and none bigger than Joe Namath. My God, you had Joe Namath on Inside the Locker Room, Coach. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah you know, in, in the re- in how we got him was through Ray Perkins, who, but, you know, who passed away this week and uh, been a tough week. Uh, and Neville Barr, my co-host, he was a pallbearer uh, in Tuscaloosa. And uh, but uh, we were fortunate. Ray would give us a lot of the players that he played with back in the pro days and college days. And uh, but we have been fortunate. And uh, we'll keep calling. Sometimes it'll take two to three months before we get one of these, you know, kind mm-hmm. of celebrity guests, which we don't, we don't build our show around. But we. Uh, but everybody we've ever asked to come on our show. They've come on. It may have taken a week or two, but we've never had nobody turn us down. So we've been fortunate. Uh, tonight we got Will Hall, you know, the new uh, head football right. coach at, at Southern Miss, and we have Scott Pearson, who's uh, led his right. Jones team to the state championship there in So So Mississippi. And if you can believe this now, we were one point away of the South taking all six games. Yeah, yeah. If, if yeah. Lewis would not score on the on the two point conversion on the on the last play of the game, basically against Poppyville, the South would have taken all six. That'd have been the first time in history. All right, Luke, get in here with uh, with Coach Hawkins. Coach, uh, I got a question about Will Hall, but you brought up Coach Perkins, and I guess we could spend a whole show talking about him. Could you just quickly? put in perspective for our listeners i think ray perkins probably one of the, probably the most accomplished is he the most accomplished football person in the state of mississippi in history no no doubt about it yes that's exactly right i mean he he's he's a, a guy that started and, and moved up coached at alabama coached uh, three different head coach and three different nfl teams he is the most accomplished coach ever now what's really something my defensive coordinator didn't know academy back in the 70s he was a weight trainer, and he was our, you know, he he basically started our weight program back in the seventies. And he won four Super Bowl rings, Johnny Parker from Shaw, Mississippi, and he was, um, the, you know, strength and conditioning coach for Ray for a number of years. And so, the, the, I got to tell a story. So Ray, you know, Ray was, you know, he was a serious man. And so we told we had Coach Parker on our show, and I said, Coach, uh, you know that Ray, that Coach uh, Ray loved you and said you were the best strength and conditioning coach ever. And Coach Barber said, well, that's the first compliment I ever got. Because <laughs> you know, you know, Ray, Ray was a complimentary guy. He was tough and hard-nosed. And so Johnny goes, well, man, I'm glad he liked me, you know. So, <laughs> but, but Ray was an yeah. incredible person and so generous to the people. I'm just so generous to everyone. I was uh, I was his volunteer special teams coach at Jones College for half a season, and so I understand that sentiment 
that that coach put forward very well. Anyway, you got Coach Hall on um, inside the locker room. How big is it? And and we heard him talk yesterday in a press conference. Coach Hawkins, he he knows everybody. He knows towns in Mississippi. He knows coaches in Mississippi. He knows families in Mississippi. How big is that for Southern Miss to have somebody so well-connected? You couldn't have got a better guy than Will. And not only is Will, you know, uh, know, the son of the legendary coach Bobby Hall, but Will, I mean, he has worked himself all the way up to this job. I mean, he has earned this job. He is well-deserving this job. He knows everywhere. He knows everybody in the state, like you said. He's got great connections. And the guy is brilliant, X and O guy, on the offensive side of the ball. I'm talking about he's brilliant. Look what he's done at Tulane, which is an amazing story. Uh, but he, he was the best guy. And I got, I got to commend Jeremy and everybody there. We got the best guy for Southern Mississippi. Hmm. That's great to hear, Coach. That's really great to hear. Uh, all right, Coach. Now, remind people. When you guys are on the air every night, talk a little bit about your co-host and the last minute we have left. Okay, yeah, we're on 6 or 7 every Thursday night. Uh, actual show comes on at 6.06. Uh, like I said, we've got John Cohen, Mississippi State Athletic Director, on next week. Uh, we've got Franco Harris coming on the first week of January. Wow. Uh, we fi- took me two years of getting about He finally committed. Wow. And, uh, so, uh but, yeah, and then Neville Barr, just one of the great coaches of all time, Hall of Famer, uh, one of the nicest people you could ever meet. We've, we've had a, just a great time doing this show. And, uh, and Bob, thank you all for letting us be on Super Talk, and uh, we've really enjoyed it. Well, I want to remind people, too, now they go to supertalkhattiesburg.com. You can tell your family, you can tell your friends, doesn't matter where they live, anywhere in the country, and they can hear the show every Thursday night at 6. Uh, Coach, we're glad to have you part of our family here. want to wish you and Coach Barr Merry Christmas, and uh, thank you so much for your time this afternoon. Same to, to you, Luke and Bob. Y'all have a great Christmas. Thank y'all. All right, Joey Hawkins, everybody. The one and only Joey Hawkins, I might add. Inside the locker room, Thursday nights at 6, right here on supertalkhattiesburg.com and 97.3 WFMM. We'll be right back. To the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Back on a Thursday. Great talking uh, to Coach Joey Hawkins inside the locker room. Will Hall on tonight. Is that right, Bob? Is that what he told us? Yes, that's what he said, yes. And uh, and uh, the West Jones coach. Yeah, Coach Pearson, good friend of mine, on inside the locker room tonight at 6 o'clock. And uh, if you can't catch it on the radio, be sure to catch the podcast. They always have interesting, really good guests. So Will Hall on Inside uh, the Locker Room tonight. Third segment of the Eagle Hour brought to you every day by 4th Street Bar and Grill, located on 4th Street in 
Hattiesburg, Mississippi. So uh, got some big Christmas stuff coming up. Of course, every day, 8.95 plate lunch. But this coming Sunday is their third anniversary party at 4th Street Bar and Grill. Brunch starts at 11. Chicken and waffles, shrimp and grits. They got bre- breakfast platters. They got everything. They're going to have an ugly sweater party. Special Christmas trivia at 1.30. If you win, you get a gift card. And then the Hoodats will play at 3 o'clock. So it's going to be an exciting uh, Christmas party this Sunday afternoon at 4th Street Bar and Grill, and they're a proud sponsor of the Eagle Hour. Luke and Bob from the First Bank Studios in Hattiesburg and Laurel. Kelly John Sander joins us as he does every day. And, Kelly, what's going on on this Thursday? Well, you know, the guys at 4th Street don't necessarily need an anniversary to throw a party. <laughs> no. Yeah. It just has to be like Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're like... Otis Campbell on the Andy Griffith Show, National Potato Day. Right, you know? right. right. <laughs> a party there at 4th Street. Yeah, some good things happening. Swayze Bozeman, congratulations to the Southern Miss linebacker. Swayze's been named to the Conference USA All-Academic Team. And that's uh, that's something that uh, athletes really have particular uh, interest in, be, being on the All-Academic Team. There's not many people that can say that. So that probably means he's pretty good in all the subjects, including math. Right? Correct. I mean, That's right. I, mean, I, I, I was not very good in math. I, I told everybody if I had a nickel for every time I failed a math test, I'd have eighty-three cents. <laughs> anyway, uh, congratulations. I believe that too, Kelly. I believe okay. you. T- I not only okay. believe that's true. I believe you told people that as well. <laughs> that's right. Congratulations <laughs> to Coach Akeem Davis. Uh, of course, was on uh, Jay Hobson's staff. He has accepted a position to join uh, Scotty Walden at Austin P. He is going to be, uh, Coach Davis is going to be the co-defensive coordinator and the defensive backs coach at Austin P. And look, as the coaches uh, who were on the staff for this year find employment elsewhere, we will certainly be glad to let you know where they're headed because they really uh, dealt in the most adverse circumstances this year. And uh, we salute them and wish them the best of luck because they, you know, and, and look, the coaching fraternity is real tight. All these guys will land on their feet, you know, somewhere. Right. So our uh, only game on the Conference USA basketball docket tonight is in Denton, where Houston Baptist out of the Southland will travel to uh, North Texas to take on the Mean Green. And a special salute today, you guys, to 89-year-old Stephen Nagy of Petal, Mississippi. He was 89 years old, passed away last week. Stephen Nagy had a chance to meet he and his wife in Petal. This was about three years ago. They, they listened to the Eagle Hour and they told the story about how they actually met on the campus uh, at Southern Miss some 78 years ago. Wow. Uh, They met on the campus at Southern Miss and would sneak into the football games. There was apparently a well-known hole in the fence that students knew about, but apparently the administration didn't. And he and and his now wife would sneak through that hole and watch the football games uh, hand-in-hand. They loved um, back then, I guess they were the Southerners or the, right. or the Yellow Jackets or you know whatever they were back then. But Stephen Nagy passed away at the age of eighty nine. A big, big Southern Miss fan. So well, God bless him. And what a great story. Yeah. <clears throat> and let me say this too about Akeem Davis, one of the finest men you will ever meet. Really dedicates himself to helping young uh, young men and women. Uh, and uh, he's a fine, fine man. He'll he'll do a great job there. Uh, he sets. I think he sets an example in, in his personal life as well as his professional life that uh, 
that young man playing college football would be really wise to follow. So I'm really happy for Akeem Davis. And, and I know when these guys take other coaches and head coaching positions too, they they always, you know, uh, pay tribute to their wives. And I'm I'm generally not a real sappy kind of guy, but when you think about. And I know, you know, at the higher levels, these coaches are compensated very, very well, and they even get compensated when they stink, as we've talked about, when they get fired and get these huge buyouts. But when you're talking about a wife that has to uproot, you know, a house, kids, right. all the things that go along with moving, and it's sometimes every three or four years, I would imagine that gets to be really old. I would think um, so, yeah. Yeah, so a salute to those wives. And, and the majority that. of them aren't making millions of dollars a year, Kelly. No, that's right. That's a good yeah. point. Yeah, a lot of these assistants who are trying to work their way, you know, up the ladder. So you're asking your wife to uproot the family and and every three or four years to going to some parts of the country that you have no idea, you know, where you are or don't know anybody. It all goes along with the profession, but it doesn't it doesn't demean the fact that of what they're sacrificing, what the spouses of these coaches yeah. are sacrificing. Kelly, I don't know if you heard the first half of the show, but we had Joey Hawkins on, who you know won 16 state championships in track and field. And he yeah. told us he could have made a heck of a shot put man out of you. He said you could have been a discus shot putter for him. Is that a fat joke? No, no, I'm telling you that. I asked him if he could, no, if he was so good, could that, he have made a sprinter out of you? And that, uh, that wasn't, but then this was because Bob said, well, Kelly couldn't have been a sprinter. He didn't even sprint to the refrigerator. That was on air, Kelly. Well, no, well, Bob is actually, I mean, hard as that might be to hear, Bob is actually, he tells the truth. Uh, look, uh, if, if, yeah. if if any of you ever see me running, please call the police. Um, <laughs> they will have to. You're on the your, police will be right you're behind on your glaucoma you. Glaucoma know, medicine. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> yeah, some, something is clearly wrong. Yeah, the police will uh, be in the neighborhood if you see Kelly running somewhere. You can pretty much be sure of that, right? Well, not anymore. Not not now that I'm getting my glaucoma medicine. You know, I'm faster. <laughs> but your appetite has increased, hasn't it? <laughs> Yeah, but nothing's open after midnight. So it's tough to get those munchies at 1 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah. I don't think Luke knows what we're talking about. I don't Bob. think he does. He probably shouldn't, though. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about either, but I want yeah. uh-huh. to make that clear, Kelly. No yeah, idea right. whatsoever what you're talking about. You know Joey Hawkins. That's remarkable, Kelly. 16 track and field state championships as a high school fo- as a high school coach. Yeah, he coached at Jackson Academy for many years, and then Presbyterian uh, Christian uh, in Hattiesburg. And right. and he's right. I talked to some of those guys, some of his football players that he made run track, and they didn't like it lots of times. <laughs> um, but you know, it's almost in some type of. And you hear these football coaches. A lot of them will say, "Look, I want my my guys to to be in more than one sport." Right. You know, I I want them to play soccer for agility and quickness. And yeah, we've heard Coach like Barry that. say that many times. He'd rather have yeah. a, a baseball player that played football in high school. Yeah, and, and the reason and the reason you're hearing more coaches say that is because, particularly baseball, these kids seem to be wanting to quote unquote specialize mm-hmm. in baseball, and these other sports bring a lot of good things to the table. You yeah. know, as far as your skill set goes. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. Do we have any basketball this weekend, guys? Yeah, Southern Miss is playing Louisiana Monroe at Reed Green Coliseum on Saturday. That's a 2 o'clock start. And then they then they will travel. Uh, let's see. Well, let's see. No, they, then they've got the game. Louie, hush. I'm working from the house, obviously. Yeah. Um, okay. And then on. the 28th of December, um, Loyola of New Orleans will come to Reed Green Coliseum. Mm-hmm. And then that'll be it before Conference USA play starts on on New Year's Day. 
And then the next day, January 1st and 2nd, UTEP comes to town. Hmm. Are they ready, Luke, for Conference USA play? Uh, we, we, well, we had the, the offense uh, seemed to be a lot better the other night, but you got to hold it on. And it, it seemed like, Kelly, the Achilles heel of this uh, season so far is from the free throw line. And it just seems like uh, when you get better rhythm on offense, uh, you create more opportunities. The more opportunities you create, the more opportunities you'll get the foul line. And so it just seems like this is kind of 1A, 1B. When when the offense uh, is effective, the free throw line has not been effective, and it almost bit the Eagles into a loss the other night. Well, they did shoot 70% at Lamar the other night from the free throw line. They shot 50% from the field, and they shot nearly 40% from the, from the arc. So, I mean... They're starting to warm up a little bit shooting-wise, but where, where they have been particularly strong so far, and hasn't necessarily tra- you know translated into huge wins, but out-rebounding. They're, they're out-rebounding everybody. Uh, the only team that they haven't out-rebounded was Tulane. Of course, they, they lost to Tulane. But now, in all fairness, when they step into Conference USA play, they're going to be playing some better teams than, the, the, than they've been playing now. And, it, by, and by the looks of it, Old Dominion is going to be really strong. So is Western Kentucky. Um, and and Louisiana Tech is out to a six and two start, so they've already played. Louisiana Tech's already played eight games. Mm-hmm. So um, and of course Louisiana Tech's on on our side of the bracket. Former Ole Miss coach Andy Kennedy now coaching at UAB. You know you expect the Blazers to be you know pretty good. Um, you know when you look at conference, it used to be called Conference USM that Southern Miss seemingly mm-hmm. won everything. Right. U, UAB just quietly goes about its business. Oh, you know, they yeah. just they just won their third consecutive Western Division football crown. They're going to be competitive again in in a basketball. Baseball has been a little bit down, but overall UAB's UAB's probably the you know the best in the conference right now overall. I think so. I'm moving into a new stadium next year, but if I'm right about that, and uh, so you know UAB's a contender in just about everything that uh, they compete in, and certainly have. Certainly have broken a few Golden Eagle hearts through the years, that's for sure. But in basketball, as I know we go to break, Coach Ladner kept telling people, if you beat us this year, you better enjoy it now because it ain't going to happen much longer. (laughs) We'll be back. More Eagle Hour right after this. Southern Miss to the top. Final segment on this Thursday brought to you by Toyota of Hattiesburg. They're located on Highway 98 in Hattiesburg and online, toyotahattiesburg.com. Got about a week before Christmas. Going to make that big new vehicle purchase, whether it's a automobile, sedan, SUV, truck, whatever it would be, Toyota Hattiesburg, there for you. We greatly appreciate their sponsorship of the Eagle Hour, Luke, Bob, and Kelly. Luke and Bob in the First Bank Studios in Hattiesburg. And Laurel, Kelly on the phone with us. And just to update, uh, in the last few days, there's been more of the new football staff that has been named by head coach Will Hall. And here is where the football staff stands now. Will Hall, of course, the head coach, he will uh, most probably be the play caller. He will coach quarterbacks. Jordy Joseph, 
who's coming from Tulane as an offensive analyst. He will be the running back coach. Cody Kennedy, also coming from uh, Tulane, he will be the run game coordinator and the offensive line coach. Desmond Lindsay, who we heard recruited so many of these great uh, signees and was was uh, real influential in getting them to commit to Southern Miss. He's coming from Arkansas State. He will coach wide receivers, and he will be the pass game coordinator. Caden Cochran coming over from Emporia State. He was the offensive coordinator there. He'll coach tight ends, and that is the offensive staff. On the defensive side, Austin Armstrong will coach inside linebackers and be the defensive coordinator. He's from uh, Louisiana Lafayette. He was also under Kirby Smart at Georgia, and uh, Ron Roberts, who is the Baylor defensive coordinator now. Mark Kreiner will coach offensive, uh, or I'm sorry, offensive outside linebackers. Kreiner will coach outside linebackers. He's got a, a he's probably really the oldest guy on this staff. He coached uh, for the Seattle franchise of the XFL in this uh, spring. He was also a defensive analyst uh, for LSU a few years back. Uh, he'll coach outside linebackers. Brandon Lacey will coach defensive line. He's from Richmond. Lacey already on his Twitter profile saying that uh, Southern Miss is the 2021 future conference USA champs. We like that confidence. And then Chad Williams comes home. He'll coach us uh, cornerbacks. He's coming from Central Arkansas where he was the defensive coordinator. And Chad, of course, played at Southern Miss. So uh, maybe see one more position coach. Maybe not. There's There's nobody particularly on safeties right there. And then Reed Stringer, the one uh, coach from the previous staff that was retained, he's a general manager uh, slash personnel coach. So, guys, that's the uh, – looks like almost uh, 95% of what the football coaching staff will look like at Southern Miss. And and Mark Kreiner, his dad was is Jim Kreiner, who, um, who coached at uh, – he coached up in, I think, Idaho or Idaho State or Montana, somewhere up there. But then Jim Kreiner went to Iowa State and, uh, and coached at Iowa State. He was the head coach uh, when I was there, uh, his dad, Jim Kreiner. So um, he comes from a, from a good you know, football lineage. I mean, when I saw that name, I'm going, that has to be, no. has to be related. Speaking, to of, speaking of Iowa State, that is Kelly's alma mater. And tomorrow, your guys play Boomer Sooner Oklahoma for the Big 12 championship, Kelly, put in perspective how long that's been and how big that is for you Iowa State guys. Since, and I'm not, I'm not joking when I say this. Since the sinking of the Titanic, has Iowa State not played for a football championship? Is that uh, you're serious? I am. I'm serious. Was, was that 1918 or something like that? Yeah. Um, yeah. The Cyclones. Um, it'll, it'll be Saturday at uh, Jerry World in Dallas, 11 o'clock kickoff. And you know, if they, a lot of people don't think they'll beat Oklahoma again, but um, but we'll see. But um, yeah, it's been it's been quite a transformation. Iowa State's always been a basketball school, mm-hmm. but um, but the fact that the football team is doing that well. Um, well, they won the regular season Big Twelve championship, correct? Yeah, they beat Oklahoma and Texas for the first time ever in one season. I've never understood that and, about about every sport. That seems to me a more important championship. Then who wins the tournament at the end of the season, or who wins the championship game? Who wins during the whole course of the season? Why does that not get more importance than it does? I think it's just. A, I think by staging a championship game, it's strictly a money grab. I, I'm I'm with you. I mean, when you play the exact same schedule as everybody else, if you come out with the best record, you're the champ. Right. I mean, anybody can get hot for one day. Correct. 
Right. You know? Right. And that, and I agree. It's, it, everything's a money grab, Bob. It's just a money They're, grab. Yeah. The Cyclones are playing more for more than just a, a Big 12 championship. The way the committee is madly in love with them – they might be the first two lost team to ever get into the college football playoff. I'm just I'm being a smart aleck, I know, by saying that, but it's been amazing to me to see the affinity the community has with with Iowa State, and I get it with Oklahoma and Texas, but man, to to, to put them up at where they six this week, Kelly. They are. They're sixth. And, you know, Dan Mullen uh, has been lashing out at Ohio State this week. Uh, the former Mississippi State coach, now at Florida. Has said that they have that they're ready to unveil their football season next year. That the Gators will play four games. He's such a whiner. My word! How about if one of your players doesn't throw the opposing player's shoe thirty yards down the field, you don't have to worry about that loss, right? No, but but you do. I mean, it is a it is a fair argument to a point. I mean, Ohio State being one of the top four teams of the country, and they've played what three games? Four. Well, games? I agree. There's no doubt about you know, that. I think you ought to have a a Coastal Carolina and given consideration if they go undefeated, but. I guess that's a subject for another day. Am I right, folks? And, Bob, real quick before we go, one of the quotes from the football players yesterday that, that went to another school, he was also recruited by Ole Miss, but when somebody said, why didn't you go to Ole Miss, he said, I already have a Mercedes. <laughs> <laughs> Back tomorrow at 1 o'clock. Until then, Southern Miss. <laughs> to, to the, the top. top. I want to fly like an eagle to the sea. Fly like an eagle. Let my spirit carry A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.